that at the council level and, uh, and understanding that there is that tsunami that's going to happen in the fall where restaurants can't operate outside because of weather. And so now what happens to the restaurant, the small mom mm -hmm. and pop restaurants mm -hmm. that are affected, that they've built their entire life to not only bring something to the community, but make a living. Yeah. And so those are the things that are that keep me up at night. Those are the things that I would advocate for and want to speak to way ahead of when that season changes and we don't have a vaccine, vaccine to allow us to reopen. I, I just talked to my kids yesterday and their teachers are not hopeful that they're even going to go back to school this year. So we haven't even thought about that yet. And so just getting in and getting that highlighted and having a plan is important. Hey everyone, as you can see from that clip in July 2020, I had a great concern for our restaurant industry. They have taken the brunt of the impact from COVID. And of course, on the end of that, our families, employees, and their patrons. This episode, you get to hear directly from all three from one business owner in the Newhall area. Through these conversations, you still see hope. You still see the commitment to this business owner, to this community, to the revitalization of Newhall. And of course, the opportunity for people to find a way to stick together no matter what this community, if it happens to one, it happens to all. I was honored to hear their story and to share it with you today. Hey everyone, Selena here. I'm at Smokehouse Lounge, downtown New Hall, and I'm speaking to the owner today and of course some of her patrons about the latest mandate that's impacted them and of course impacted their ability to keep their employees on right before the holidays. We'll talk a little bit more about that later with the owner, but right now we're gonna to talk to one of the patrons. Thanks for taking the time out of your meal to talk to us. I really wanted to just get a um, perspective from a patron that's coming in and, and obviously in an empty location, but you know, to support a small business uh, like Smokehouse. So uh, can you tell me why you're here? And of course, what your thoughts are on what's happening with our small businesses, especially our restaurants. Well, they make some of the best barbecue I've ever had, at least in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. So. Uh, yeah, I have a rapport with the um, uh, with the staff here. They treat me really well. Uh, yeah, really fast, fast turnaround on the food. Great, you know, uh, great service. Uh, so, you know, I'm just here to support in any way I can. Sure. And despite what's happening, you're finally coming to an empty restaurant, and that speaks volumes about, like, obviously your commitment to this establishment and. Of course, it's all around us. So, uh, I I'm just curious if you've shared that with anyone, and if you'll continue to do that. I know we have a mandate that just happened yesterday uh, that will shut this business owner down as of tomorrow night um, until three weeks after. And so, will you continue to patronize them? And I know they have takeout. Yeah, most likely. Uh, yeah, like I said, it has barbecue. I mean, it's my. It's a great review. <laughs> Best barbecue in, in LA, so uh, and I have to have barbecue at least once a week. Oh, good. So, so you'll definitely be coming back. Yeah, I live really close, so it's very convenient. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I would hate to see this place shut down. Like, I've been coming here since I guess the previous owner, mm -hmm. so for quite uh, quite some time, two years. Uh, I frequent all these restaurants mm -hmm. in Main Street. The uh, seeing them kind of rebuild and uh, improve Main Street over the past five years, mm -hmm. six years or so. It's been amazing to see. So 
the fact that there's some kind of shutdown for you know to kill that growth is it's just terrible to see. So support them any way I can. Well, thank you for sharing that perspective. I know it's different in print, and I know that you know when we see something thriving and then suddenly see that it's definitely heartbreaking and living close by it's probably why you like living down here i would imagine yes yeah well thank you chris enjoy your meal thanks for taking the time and stay safe all right hey everybody Selena. i'm back here at smokehouse on the main i'm here with two regulars ed and barbara i thought it was great that you were here today uh just a day before the mandate of having to shut down dining restaurants and so just wanting to get a perspective as a daily patron why you're here and then your thoughts about what's happening and of course your thoughts about the owner I, I know you have a great affection for her and in my travels having spoken to many restaurant owners their patrons are the ones that have really kept them going so Ed can you tell me a little bit about that well I eat out about six nights a week mm -hmm. and uh, now I'm gonna have to figure out what I'm gonna do I, I, it's easier for me to come out and eat here than it is to cook at home, and a lot cheaper it seems to be. And it's frustrating because it seems like this just happened just prior to July 4th, and now it's happened again just prior to another holiday. And uh, like she said earlier, is it going to be three weeks or is it going to include Christmas? and then New Year's. We need to get back with our lives. It's frustrating to me that I can't travel, and that's what I do, I'm retired, and if I wanna to go to another state, uh, I gotta get a test, and it's it's time to just live our lives. And so, I, I appreciate that, and I, I, I was struck by the fact that your sister, Barbara, she comes from where? How far do you come? From Diamond Bar, from Diamond an hour to Santa Clarita, to to patronize this restaurant almost every day. I think yep. that's a testament not only to you as a loyal customer, but to this owner and this establishment. And I'm hearing this more and more in my in my conversations with people. And so, just a little bit about you, Barbara, and you talked a little bit about what you do as a profession and the impact. So, tell me what you do. I'm a hairstylist. Mm -hmm. So that's another industry that has yes. been greatly impacted yes. by COVID, and I know a lot of uh, salon owners are, are dealing with the same pains of yes. having to be compliant, get everything up and going, and then be told they have to shut down. So you're dealing with a similar scenario, and so can you give me your thoughts on uh, how you're doing, and of course, what you're looking forward to in terms of getting back to business? Well, we're not closed down yet, but we've got only a certain amount of people we can have in at one time. We've lost, I feel like I've lost a lot of business because I have people moving out of state. People are so fed up with everything. They, you, If you go out of California, everything's open, but all we want to do is just do hair, and a lot of our ladies are afraid. Not all of them, but a lot of them are, are afraid, but a lot of them are really tired of it and don't even want to go through this anymore. So they're moving, which affects my business. And it's just, it's, it's a real domino. And a lot of hairdressers have already lost their shops, lost their businesses. You can't 
work one week, you can't, I pay rent. I pay $200 a week for my station. And I'm paying for rent and I'm not working. How does that, the, the waitresses, the waiters, how do you pay for your house? How do you pay, my boss pays for the, the shop and she has to pay for her home. How do you do that if you have no income? So I think going into that, what would you like to uh, see from lawmakers when this session comes back? And of course, there's an opportunity to help people in the second half of the stimulus. I would like to see, see them look at us like adults. Nobody in my shop, and I've worked there 18 years, has ever gotten sick from what we do. We keep it clean, we sterilize it, we take care of it. Just like Therese does everything, she cleans, she washes her hands, she takes care of everything. Takes responsibility. Takes responsibility. I'm, I'm, I'm 68 years old. I've been doing this business all my life. And I don't want to lose my business and because they don't think we're qualified to keep the shop clean or take care of things and that our customers don't care enough to view the same, we're gonna lose everything we have. You're gonna lose your house. We're going to lose everything we have. So with respect to the stimulus and that recovery, uh, I've spoken to a few of the employees, and I know that their big point was they wanted a, at least a plan for help. So what are your thoughts on that? I, I, know you can't I didn't get it. PPP. I didn't get the stimulus. And you didn't get the PPP either. No, and right. I'm self-employed. And when you're self-employed, you're like out of luck. Well, so I ended like to up see something allotted for someone that's self-employed. Well, we I ended up getting um, I ended up getting unemployment, but I too I'm very fortunate. My husband still works, but those of us that I work with that they don't work, how do you how do you pay your rent at work? How do you pay for your supplies when you're not working? I am telling you right now that I'm making a quarter of what I was making because I have to do one person then wait an hour and do another person and wait and and I'm not saying I'm responsible I don't want my lady sick I don't want to get my lady sick so I take care of myself I want them to give us the same respect we are supposed they can do they get paid if we don't work well, I, think, I think part of the problem is they don't they don't work for us anymore or the, or the sense is that they don't feel accountability. They don't care there about is, us. There, there is no accountability. They don't care they, about they, us. They, they forgot one thing. We elected them to do a job for us, not for them to do a job for themselves. And I don't care if you're, I don't care what party you belong to. They're all screwed up. And uh, they've been fight, they've been fighting over this last package now for what five months. And there's no reason for that. And it's hard to hang on. And you can't keep getting money from nowhere. Where are they going to get it to take care of all of us? I'm telling you, so many of my people that I work with and the profession I'm in, they have no idea how bad they're hurting. I'm fortunate. I was a, I, I do own rental property. I'm a retired real estate broker. And uh, part of my problem is I had to give one of my tenants two months rent just so she survived through this. Sure. And, and that's, that, that was, was costly. A testament to you, and, and I 
I know that we've all had to kind of try to figure a way to help each other and and I'm glad that you were able to to do that and and I appreciate your service uh, prior and that you thank you are are someone that is going to lend a voice to this crisis so I appreciate both of you for taking what? the time and I appreciate that you come and take him here every day <laughs> you're a great sister she, she's a great you're help a great sister <laughs> one of the things that really frustrates me I like to go to church right yeah a weekend and, and to church you can go to, you can go to any store and it's okay but you can't go to church and uh, I don't know what they're going to do because it's going to start raining here another month and you can't stand out on a patio and go to church it's like this is insane with the weather coming so hopefully we'll get some solutions I'm glad that you were both able to lend your voice to the realities of what's really happening and that you in even your own crisis took the time to support someone in a business you, you have to that's that's what I see. I, I, when I come up here, we want to support these people. I hope people. she survives. I really do. But you got to have the money to survive. You can't just expect it from. I'm, I'm not saying that. Sure. Get, just let us live. Sure. Just let us take care of ourselves because there isn't enough money in the world to feed everybody. We, we already proved that we can't feed and clothe everybody. Don't shut us down. Don't shut us down. I've been coming here what six months. Whenever, whenever. I haven't gotten sick here. I see the same people all the time. They haven't gotten sick here. It's discouraging that they treat us like we don't matter. I realize COVID is serious. I realize COVID, but give yeah. us the credit of being able to, if we're sick, stay home. I do it for work. I, if we're sick, stay home. Yeah. Thank you both. Thank so you. Much. It's very disheartening. And I'm glad you have each other, and happy Thanksgiving. You too, sweetie. You too. Thank, Thank you. you so much. You work for the Signal? Hey, everybody. It's Lenny here. I am with two employees of the Smokehouse Lounge. Your name? Kevin. Angel. Angel. Thanks for taking the time. As employees, I know that you've kind of weathered the storm of working here. And, and of course, we just had a really big blow to our restaurants yesterday in the mandate about Wednesday having to shut down for another three weeks. So... Getting a perspective from employees is really important, given that you, you're you really the ones that are being impacted directly. So can you tell me your thoughts? Tell me how long you've been here. And of course, you know, your commitment to working here is, is exceptional. I've spoken to the owner and she's telling me that she couldn't have done this without you. Well, I've been here since day one with her when she took this over. And it's just, it's been hard for, you know, it seems like shut down, get back. And then we just when we start getting going, we get the tents up, get everything going, they shut us down again. It's, just, it's been really rough on us. So, and then now it's figuring, you know, Christmas coming around. How we're we gonna get this extra, you know, me losing a bunch of tips and everything. It's gonna be pretty hard for us. So, well, and so your role here, what do you do? It sounds like you cover a lot of things to yes, kind of make up for the reduction in staff. Yeah, Tell yeah, we manage, I, I basically manage and wait tables and stuff too at the same time, so just to cover a lot of bases, which is what we have to do, so. Mm-hmm. But. And your name, and tell me what you do. Uh, I'm a chef here, and uh, my name is Angel, and uh, this is hurting us a lot because it's very upset for me to tell my, my partners, my helpers in the kitchen, Hey, I'm sorry, I can only give you this many hours. 
it's really sad and it's hurting them, it's hurting me too. Because I, don't, I used to come in when they shut down only for like two and a half hours, order everything and go. So that's how bad it is. And so for the next three weeks after Wednesday, mm. you're going to have to file unemployment. And yes. so it'll be the second or third time now, yes. correct? Second, yeah, second for me. For yes. me is the second one. Second time. Yeah. And so I know that there has been a reduction in the pandemic relief. So how are you getting by on top of the um, unemployment? It's Savings. <laughs> yeah. Savings. That's about it. That's what's yeah. going on right now. Yeah. You have to look very carefully where you're spending your, your money because you're not making much money you used to. Yep. So just being mindful of what you do have and, until we can get through this camp. Right. So obviously, as we're kind of highlighting our small businesses and especially restaurants, I'm, I'm also wanting to focus on the employees and their perspective. Can you, do you have any thoughts for the lawmakers? What would you like them to hear about what you're experiencing firsthand with some of the decisions that they're making? Um, I would say just consider everybody is what it is. It's, I feel like, you know, I understand we got to get this, you know, virus and everything to go away and stuff. I understand that. But, you know, you got to consider everyone else, what it, how it's going to affect everybody. And, you know, shutting down this portion, not having a plan, what's going to happen with them and relief and everything. It's going to be, you know, really rough, especially around the holidays. So. And I think I hear this a lot in my travels, just not having a plan. Mm. That if there was a plan in place, exactly. you could you know, put mm -hmm. that in motion and and, and yeah. look towards that as being the way you'll get through. But without a plan, mm -hmm. there's a lot of difficulty in what's yep. going to happen next. We can start right away. That's the thing right now. We're going to wait. Who knows when we can start getting any relief or anything. It could be weeks away. It could be yeah. months away. You never know. It's uh, For part. me, it's like a big concern about how long we're, we're going to be shut down because they say three weeks, but who knows? This virus thing is not gonna go down because of the holidays. I think it's gonna start going up instead. And this is not gonna be three weeks, it's gonna be a lot more. It's gonna get a lot of tougher for us mm -hmm. to survive during so You're this. not really relying on the three weeks um, as an estimate because prior there was what the hey, we got 15 days to mm -hmm. slow the spread, and then right, suddenly yeah. we're Right, like you, like you said, they should have a plan, but if they don't have a plan, it's not going to work. I don't think this is going to go down. Mm -hmm. That's my thought. Yeah. Yeah. So getting through until right. a real plan happens yeah. or some real relief. Well, definitely make it a point to highlight um, from your perspective as an employee, but also, you know, dedicated employees it's it's a lot to weather the storm with a small business like in my travels with a lot of people that are like this is what I'm committed to and so I commend both of you for hanging in there wearing multiple hats to make that happen for her and as hey everybody it's Lena here I'm back with Shereen McGram owner of Smoke House on the Main is that correct on Main on Main so I wanted to connect with you today I uh, couldn't help but um, reach out after I saw your comments in the signal yesterday about what's happened again for the third time with respects to shutting down specifically restaurants for dine-in just after you got these lovely tents up lights just made all the the logistical changes that you needed to make and of course um 
you know, with the three week shutdown, right at the height of the holiday season, I wanted to come and talk to you and see how you were doing, get your thoughts and allow you to expand on what's happened in your small business. Okay. Um, well, obviously it's really disheartening and frustrating because we've jumped through every hoop that the health you know, department imposes on us. It's cost us a lot of money to be out here in the street, make it look nice, try and keep the ambiance, deal with all the adversity that we're dealing with, with whether it's the weather, 112 degrees, or the rain the other day and the freezing cold now, trying to do the, everything that we can. And I think it's just a general, I don't know very many people that aren't frustrated anymore because there's no consistency in this. Coronavirus is not only contagious from 10 p.m. till 5 a.m. in the morning. Um, outdoor restaurants, if you're, if you're separated, why can you not be outside? We are not at the beginning stages of this anymore. Now we're at a point where everybody's sanitizing everything. We're all sanitizing our hands, we're washing our hands, we're wearing our masks. We are doing everything that we can. Why are the restaurants being targeted? It doesn't make any sense to me. But you can still go in a grocery store six feet apart from somebody. You can have three households together, 15 people, makes no sense. So there's no consistency. If there was consistency and everything was being blanketed, then you abide by it, then we might see something. When that's not happening and we feel targeted, um, I won't let it defeat me, but the point is, I have another bar that is going, that's possibly going under because it's a live music venue. Mm -hmm. They're saying live music might not come back till 2021 or 20, I'm sorry, 2022. Mm -hmm. Can't keep our doors open. And so no matter and how And that hard, is another location here in town? Uh, no, it's actually, I'm sorry, it's Universal Bar and Grill near Universal Studios. Sure. But it's one of, it, the point being is the frustration people feel about, we are all adults. Be responsible for yourself. Mm -hmm. Wash your hands. If you do not feel well or you have an underlying condition and you're concerned, then you should be the one that does have to stay home mm -hmm. and let the world go on because we're not just being crippled, this society. We're being paralyzed. Mm -hmm. I don't know how everybody else comes back from this. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I had said you know, uh, in my interview was that it's not just me. I'm going to be okay because I am not afraid to work 90 hours a week. There are people cannot work. They have no choice and they have no way to provide for their families. Mm -hmm. These families are going to be in cars. They're going to be homeless. They're going to be sick. Is that better mm -hmm. than the coronavirus? Mm -hmm. It's how do you weigh What's one the against the other? Right. You just can't. Mm -hmm. And it just has to be people being logical about what's going on right now. Mm -hmm. And I'm, my concern is I can voice this. It's a double-edged sword. I can have the people that go, well, I'm not going to her restaurant because she doesn't care. Of course, I care. My grandbaby almost died of it, so I know it's real. But I also know you've got to let the world move on and take precautions where need be. And you've done all that, and so we with are. that new mandate, I, uh, I'm curious if, and again, there's been some requests with the um, association to um, offset that mandate and and have and you been a, have you been a part of that? What are your thoughts on that? I know that's ongoing. I know that the mayor tweeted today that we're hopeful about uh, the possibility of some exceptions being made. Um, I, I think when I spoke to your employees, it, they just emphasized that 
if you guys had a plan, if there was a plan. So what would you say to lawmakers and people that are making this decision from public health and, and of course, all the way up to the governor? Well, I think, like I said before, if there was just consistency, mm -hmm. um, not just doing what's convenient at the time, mm -hmm. um, it'd be more believable. Mm -hmm. At this point, it's not believable. The numbers are not believable. What, the way that they're consisting or they're getting their data is gotten to the point we don't believe it. When they're coming out and now saying less than 1% of people have died from it, but the outfall is going to be a lot more catastrophic. Mm -hmm. And it's just, uh, it's disheartening. My, the last time this happened, when we had to shut down, shut down for two mm -hmm. months, and my crew couldn't sustain, and I had to order extra food just to feed them when they weren't working. It, and it just, everybody's scared because there's no plan. The government doesn't have one. So if the government, like I said, had consistency, and this is what we're going to do, and this is going to work, but there's nothing. There's right. nothing. So your concern, just as much as your employees, is that there be a plan, that there be some real alternatives to just hope. And well, like hope this three better. week, do you believe three mm -hmm. weeks from now this is going to stop? I don't. Mm -hmm. I, they say, okay, for three weeks, this is all we're going to, uh-uh. Mm -hmm. I don't believe it. I believe three weeks from now they'll do something else. And mm -hmm. that's what's hard for all of us. Mm -hmm. the, the, the having to make sure that people know you're open when you're open, when you're mm -hmm. not. My phone rings 24-7. It's hard for us to even do business because they're calling, are you open? Mm -hmm. Are you this? And it's... And so with those calls, it sounds like people are supportive and they want oh, yes. to continue to help Absolutely. support you. And I've talked to other restaurant owners. Can you tell me a little bit about that and their dedication to you? And of course, what that's like in, in coming into Thanksgiving that you've got people that are committed even in this crisis to, you know, support and, us. Yes. Very mm -hmm. much so. I've been told ever since this is starting to, to the numbers going up again and just begging me not to close down again because last time I did, I closed for two months couldn't sustain mm -hmm. um, and they're saying you know please don't close we'll support you will and I go I, I will stay open this time for takeout and delivery sure. um, but if I have a way to fight it I'm going to mm -hmm. if I have a way to stay out here I'm gonna do everything that I can mm -hmm. to stay out here because I feel like people being outside is not hurting sure. and the mental and emotional thing being that people connected. are going through mm -hmm. having to be closed up or mm -hmm people that don't want to be closed up they don't have a choice well where are we going to go sure. everything's close what do you do mm -hmm. so no and you're I in an area that's been revitalized so obviously being committed to that and, and seeing that through I, I would imagine is very important to you this street is so cute and so nostalgic and mm -hmm. it's the oldest part of our area and has already the makings of everything has been turning over and mm -hmm. becoming our the hotels open mm -hmm. Don't know when Lemley's going to ever show open and the Americana type thing down there. Mm -hmm. All the new places that are opening up and yeah, it's really disheartening yeah. because we came down here with that dream of being a part of the beginning of it mm -hmm. so that when it's in full motion, You're right it's in like the golden and people sure. know you and they come for you. Mm -hmm. I already have that. I have so many regulars that come all the time mm -hmm. and support me um, and it's not... People say it's because of my food, but people also say they come to support me because sure. they, they, I work Says all the time. Says something about you, about the ambiance, about the energy you create. And but I love it. So I'm glad that. It's like family to me. Yeah. So when they come and I know what they order and I know what they drink mm -hmm. and I know it's, uh, it's the whole reason I'm here. It's, I love this business. I mm -hmm. love being here. I love the people that come in. 
Well, this community supports you, and I wanted to make sure we highlighted you more than just in print, and then, of course, highlight some of your employees and your patrons, because I think it's important to make the story really um, come to life as to you know, a reality for our people. It's not just in print. So well, thanks I for taking the time. I definitely want to get some more time with you inside and, okay. and talk about the logistical changes. We'll take photos of that. And okay. definitely want to take the time to talk to your patrons. So thank you. Thank you, thank you for so sure. much. We appreciate the support. Definitely. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. As a small business owner myself, I'm dedicated to continuing to serve the small business community. If you have an idea or would like to be featured on the show, feel free to give us a call. 661-432-1088. In the meantime, stay safe.